As much as I wanted to protect my brother, I wasn't sure I could do this. Smith nodded and then put an arm over my shoulder and guided me away from the chicken, who would live for another day. What we have in mind, you would be perfect for. And the best part of all, this mission will require no killing. I had a funny feeling deep in the pit of my stomach, telling me I really wasn't going to like this. I looked myself in the mirror and grabbed the tuft of my hair. Did we really have to dye it? The woman doing my apparent makeover, Agent Rollins, smiled as she looked me over. We don't want anyone potentially recognizing you, do we? Still gazing in the mirror, my face twisted into a look of disgust. My normal blonde hair was now jet black, and my skin looked incredibly light. And you think changing my hair color is going to stop people from noticing my face? You'd be surprised how a new hairstyle and eye color can change how people see you. I spun the chair to face Rollins. Wait, you're going to change my eyes too? Relax, she told me calmly. We're going to give you some color contacts. It's going to make your eyes look darker. I groaned. You're going to make me look like one of those goth kids. That's the idea. I'm really beginning to hate this job. Smith chose that moment to walk into the room. Just remember the alternative, Agent Davidson. You never said I'd be sitting through an episode of Extreme Makeover, I argued. You look great, insisted Agent Rollins. Playing with my newly dreadful hair, I faced Smith. So, are you finally going to tell me what I'm doing? Or am I supposed to guess? Smith produced a folder from out of the folds of his jacket. You are going to identify a potentially threatening target and mark him for extraction. He handed me the folder. Extract? You mean kidnap, don't you? Smith's chin cocked up slightly. I prefer to think of it as placing them in protective custody. I opened the folder and took a look inside. There were several sheets of paper inside with a couple school photos attached to them. Each one detailed a different boy. The first one was a guy named Nicholas Norbury. He had dark hair covering part of his face. He had a lip ring and was wearing a collar around his neck. According to the attached page, he was 15, lived with a foster family, and seemed to have trouble with his math and science classes. The second showed a guy named Brian O'Leary. He had red hair and a freckled face. He had an earring in his ear, and it looked like a small tattoo on his neck, though I couldn't tell what it was of. According to his chart, he was also 15, lived with both his parents, and had a 4.0 grade point average. The last boy was named Terence Tulane. He had dark skin, dark hair, but no other distinctive features on his face. According to his chart, he was 16, lived with his aunt, and was a very talented thespian. I shrugged and thrust the folder back at Smith. So what? I don't know any of these people. He refused to take it, holding his hands behind his back until I put the folder down into my lap. Then he stepped forward, pointing at it. These three boys are our prime suspects. We need you to get to know them and identify which of them can do this. He pulled a photo out of his pocket. It showed a small brick wall, much like I had in my school. On that wall was an indent in the shape of a hand. I looked from the photo to Smith and back again. 
The only superpower I'd ever seen was my brother causing an explosion. I should have assumed there were other kinds of powers out there. This was too weird. So this guy is super strong? Actually, he melted the imprint into the wall, either by heat or some chemical process. Our analysts are still looking into that. Flipping back through the folder and looking at the three boys, a thought came to mind. I don't recognize any of these guys. I don't even think any of them go to my school. They don't, Smith said immediately. So how am I supposed to figure out which one of them can melt things? He cocked his head. We're enrolling you into their school, Agent Davidson. He said it as if the answer was obvious. Somehow I hadn't noticed it before until that moment. Smith had never in his life actually dealt with a teenager before. And what am I supposed to tell my mother? I asked.